to an agriculture today. Coming up, Agriculture Minister Lyle Stewart discusses grain movement issues, the federal budget, and Ag Literacy Month. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative, McDougall Auctioneers, for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com. Saskatchewan farmers were part of a news conference on Parliament Hill this morning to highlight poor rail movement of grain this winter. The Canadian Federation of Agriculture hosted a media conference this morning on Parliament Hill to deliver the message about poor rail service, featuring representatives from several farm organizations. APAS President Todd Lewis says it's time for government action. We don't want to see this be a political football anymore on anybody's behalf. It needs to get passed. C-49, there's, there's always problems with every bill, but we need this passed from every parliamentarian on this hill that looks after our, our business. And we need this put through so that the plans can go forward and we can start working on next year's crop. This year's shipping, shipping season has been a disaster. We can't afford another one for next year. And we can't afford to let this bill sit until the end of June and then start trying to make plans for next year. It has to get put forward behind the scenes so the plans can start getting made for next crop season as well. Todd Lewis is the president of APAS and was among the farm leaders on Parliament Hill today calling for action to deal with poor rail movement of grain. Saskatchewan Agriculture Minister Lyle Stewart has proclaimed March 2018 as Agriculture Literacy Month across this province. Stewart says Agriculture Literacy Month brings the farming story into school classrooms around the province. Ag Literacy Month uh, brings farmers, ranchers, and other members of the industry uh, you know, into elementary school classrooms around the province to to read uh, stories about agriculture, to, to discuss their agriculture businesses and experiences in agriculture. And uh, there are materials for the classroom visits, such as books and videos that are provided by agriculture in the classroom. And, uh, you know, it's a great opportunity for students to connect with farmers and ranchers and uh, others in the industry to learn about how we produce safe, nutritious food in, a, in an environmentally sustainable way in this province. And uh, let's them try to get an understanding of where their food comes from. And the, the theme this year is the same as last year, our food, our story. And what's the key part of that theme's meaning? Well, it, it, it means that there's a good, strong, positive story around the production of our food in this province. And uh, one of the things that the industry will be trying to do this month is to to educate some young people on uh, how positive that story is. I mean, there are not very many places in the world where uh, agriculture's uh, increasing production uh, and quality as dramatically as we are and reducing the environmental footprint at the same time. I understand Ag in the Classroom has, what, 150 volunteers sharing their personal agriculture stories with students throughout the province. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's great. And they've they've done a good job of giving these people a little background and call it training if you like, but just kind of tips on how to do this and and uh, turning, them, uh, turning them out to talk to the kids. So it's uh, it's really positive. You've got a grain movement meeting, I understand, with the railroads on Friday. Just what's what's going to be the uh, discussion centered on? Well, uh, you know, uh, grain movement is dramatically down, particularly for CN. CP's uh, numbers aren't outstanding, but they're in the acceptable level right now. Uh, CN has had a rough go. We've heard some talk about why that might be, but we want to hear it from the, some vice presidents and so on of the of the company and find out what's really happened and uh, what they're prepared to do about it to fix this because uh, we don't want farmers to be the ones end up paying the bill here through lack of 
opportunity uh, to make sales and uh, and lack of cash flow. The main reason we've heard is that it's weather. It's cold winter and snow in the mountains. Yeah, those are that's true. I think it's cold every winter, and that should be expected in Western Canada. But there has been uh, on the northern route, particularly, which is, in fairness, CN's track goes through Jasper, Alberta, and out through the mountains. That way, there's a lot of snow up there, and that's been a problem. I get that. But uh, the numbers are particularly low lately, and we want them to know that that's not acceptable. On another topic, the federal budget. Where are your thoughts as it pertains to agriculture? Well, it doesn't really pertain to agriculture very much at all, but there is a, a piece for small uh, business owners, which can also apply to agriculture, which will be a, a nice little tax reduction over the next two years. Uh, small businesses, the income tax portion of the taxes they pay will go down from 105 to 10% this year and then further reduced to uh, 9% in 2019 on the first $500,000 of uh, revenue. So that's something. Uh, There's also another piece that may be of some use uh, to agriculture in Saskatchewan. Uh, There's around $4 billion promised for uh, science and research across the country, uh, but we don't know uh, how much, if any, of that we'll be able to uh, access for uh, agricultural research activities uh, in the province of Saskatchewan. Uh, so, you know, that may be, that's something we'll be looking at, though, to see if we can harvest uh, a bit of that $4 billion for our province. Uh, other than that, it's, there's not much substance to it for agriculture, for sure. And Lyle Stewart has also proclaimed March to be Rural Women's Month in Saskatchewan. He says thousands of women make agriculture their career and make great contributions to their communities and the province. According to the 2016 census, one in four farm operators in Saskatchewan is a woman. Across Canada, nearly 78,000 women are farm operators, accounting for 29% of farmers, up from 27% in 2011. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. A day-long farm conference will be held in Weyburn tomorrow. Regional crop specialist Sherry Roberts says professional agrologists will discuss a wide range of topics as farmers prepare for spring seeding. The registration fee is $40. Producers have an opportunity tomorrow morning, or actually all day tomorrow, to come to the 2018 Weyburn Farm Update. It's a partnership that we're doing with Eberas and Sons this year, and it will be at their facility here in Weyburn. And what we have is a group of professional agrologists coming in to talk about various topics. We're going to start off at 8.30 with just our introductions and our in our registrations, but then at 9 o'clock I'm going to give an update of what happened in 2017 and what we need to be aware of for 2018, and that's going to be followed by Elaine Motes, uh, a former Extension agrologist who now does some uh, agronomy work on the side. She's going to talk about the Phytophthora survey that we did in Saskatchewan this past year and the results of that uh, new emerging soybean disease that's out there and is now in Saskatchewan. She's going to talk about that. Judy Elias from the Canadian Grain Commission is going to give a fantastic presentation on what the Canadian Grain Commission can do for you as producers. And we're going to follow that up right before lunch with a presentation by Dr. Michelle Hubbard from the Agri-Canada facility over at Swift Current. She's going to talk about the bioherbicide Foma macrostoma and how well it can work in as an alternative herbicide control problem for broadleaf weeds such as Canada thistle and dandelion in your management decisions. We're going to have a nice hour-long lunch, and then in the afternoon we're going to have Dr. Miriam 
Fernandez, once again, from Swift Current. She's going to talk about weed and disease control by using allelopathy. And for those farmers that aren't uh, familiar with that, it's that uh, certain plants give off natural chemicals that help combat uh, other weeds and, and diseases. So she's going to talk about the work she's been doing with that. And then for producers that are having problems with saline areas in their fields, we've got Cameron Cater out of Agri-Canada from Saskatoon, and he's going to talk about using the Wheatgrass AC Salt Lander as a tool for dealing with those saline spots. Ken Evans, our farm management specialist here in the Weyburn office, is then going to give us a fantastic presentation on managing risk. We're going to also have Mr. Dr. Jim Tanzi, our new provincial insect specialist out of the ministry, is going to speak on what different insecticidal seed treatments, how different flea beetles respond to it, because there actually has been research done that certain insecticide treatments are not as effective in their flea beetle control as other ones. And we're going to round up our day with an uh, update on all the new changes that are going to be in the crop insurance program this year. So we're going to start her off at 8.30, wind her up about 4.30, and for 40 bucks, you can come and learn an awful lot about pressing agricultural issues that you need to be updated on. Now, in your opening address tomorrow, you're going to be telling farmers what they should be aware of for 2018. What are some of, uh, what's some of the highlights of your presentation? There's some additional insect issues that are now out there in this area that we used to think that were more in the southwest, and now, of course, they've progressed to the southeast. There is the addition of the phytophthora and the soybeans now that is an issue. There's some additional information that's come out about varietal changes, and just we're going to talk about some of our moisture issues that we're going to have to think about, such things like herbicide carryover and what group of herbicides you need to be thinking about following your different crop rotations with just because we haven't gotten the moisture that we really need to in some instances. So it's going to be a full day, and information is going to be the key, and we're going to give out lots of it. And we'd love to have producers come. If they want more information, they can call our office at 848-2857 and talk to one of our representatives. Or if they want to and they have access to a computer, they can just type in in a search engine 2018 Weyburn Farm Update, and it'll take them right to the Eventbrite page where they can register. Sherry Roberts is the Regional Crop Specialist in Weyburn. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hall is Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. And by Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading this morning. Durham went up $1.83 at eighty three at two fifty eight twenty five. Feed barley rose five dollars at one eighty seven sixty three. Canola gained a dollar sixty at four ninety six fourteen. Oats fell three fifty nine at one sixty four eighty eight. Number one red spring wheat rose two forty one at two hundred forty dollars and seventeen cents. The rest were all unchanged. Flax four sixty three sixty eight. Yellow peas two thirty six thirty seven. Feed wheat one thirty six forty eight. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, May spring wheat is up two and a quarter cents at six twenty four a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia six four two fifty three fifty eight or Weyburn. 842-4574. Hi, this is Brady Olson at the Cinnaboy Livestock Auction with the market report for February 27th pre-sword calf sale. We had about 1100 for this sale. 
as your good feeder steers, 800 to 900 pounds, averaged a buck 79, and sold up to a dollar 85. Seven to eight weight steers averaged a dollar 87 and sold up to 205. 650 to 7 weights averaged 201 and sold up to 217. 6 to 650 weights averaged 223 and sold up to 232. 550 to 6 weights averaged 235 and sold up to 245. 500 to 550 weights averaged 243 and sold up to 261. 450 to 500 pound steers averaged 250 and sold up to 271. Now moving over to your feeder heifers. 8 to 9 weight heifers averaged $1.62 and sold up to $1.68. 7 to 8 weights averaged $1.72 and sold up to $1.81. 650 to 7 weight heifers averaged $1.81 and sold up to $1.95. 6 to 650 weights averaged $1.88 and sold up to $1.95. 550 to 6 weights averaged $1.92 and sold up to 206. 5 to 550 weights averaged 203 and sold up to 208. 450 to 500 pound heifers averaged two dollars and sold up to 207 a pound. Any more market information? Give me Brady Olson a call at the Cinnaboy Livestock Auction 642-5358. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,400 hogs Wednesday, selling a range of 145 to 158 per ckg. Today's sales expected to be around 6,600 head, selling in a range of 145 to 157 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is steady and forward contract prices opened mixed this morning. On Wednesday, the Canadian dollar was down 42 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2809. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 77.86 cents US. Packer operating margins have come under significant pressure this week the three largest contributors to the pork carcass cutout value, all dropping by more than $1 U.S. 100 weight. Pork export sales, as reported for the last two weeks, have shown a positive trend, with all of the Asian destinations showing year-over-year increases, while Mexico is near steady with last year's volumes. Lean hog futures were lower in yesterday's trade, but have started this morning with a firm trend. Summer month contracts are down about 5% from their highs, while the October and December contracts are down only about 1.5%. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, mainly sunny with a high of zero, wind southeast 20, the low minus 8. Tomorrow, mainly cloudy, 30% chance of light snow late in the afternoon. Wind east 40, gusting to 60, the high minus 2, the low minus 6. Saturday, snow, high minus 1, low minus 6. Sunday, cloudy, high minus 3, low minus 11. Monday, cloudy, high minus 8, low minus 16. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high minus 10, the low minus 16. Wednesday, sunny, the high near minus 7. Normal high is minus 4, the normal low minus 15. Sun rose at 743 this morning. It sets at 639 tonight. Around the province, Estevan minus 7, Saskatoon minus 10, Swift Current minus 3, Weyburn minus 9, Yorkton is minus 7. In Regina with sunny skies, it's minus 12, that's 10 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the south at 8, giving a wind chill of minus 17. Humidity is 82%, the barometer rising 102.5. Sunny and Moose Jaw minus 6, winds are from the east-northeast at 5. Once again, Regina, sunny and minus 12, that's 10 degrees Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.